I don't think there's many people saying that think that they are. I don't know. Second, maybe it's just their turn to be second at the moment. Like, you know what I mean? It's everyone seems to be getting a, a turn at the top right now, don't they? And yeah. It feels like maybe United have just put enough results together at the right time uh, to be to be in second. I mean, I, you know, I don't think anybody thinks that they're uh, <laughs> probably the second best team in England right now. Are they? No, not at all. Well, I, I actually probably see City winning this league, mate. Well, I mean, like you mentioned last week, that. Uh, they are more than capable of like winning out now, aren't they? Like the yeah. rest of the season, they can they can go and, and win out. So for the Chelsea game, mate, they completely destroyed them. Chelsea, yeah, phenomenal yeah. football, actually. The best I've seen City for about eighteen months. So fluid, though. It was almost like uh, De Bruyne today was saying to um, Fernandez, "You're the best player in the Premier League. Hold my cup, will you?" <laughs> and now we got a repeat of the eighty-one Cup final, mate. <laughs> and that's what you beat City, did you? In that, in that, okay. Yeah, we beat City. That was the Ricky Velia game. Right. Okay. All oh, right. Sorry, I thought you meant right. That was the last seventy-one. Was the the League Cup? Okay. Right. Yeah. 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 All right. I'm kind of. I really wanted City to win because I like the nostalgia of this game. So for the fourth title of the, in a row, it's not happening. Paul. It feels like a bit of a waste, really. You know, <laughs> for City to have put a run together in this cup. Don't worry, because it's coming to an end, Paul. All right. Well, I can rest assured. That's good. <laughs> We're the only team in 2020 to have beaten City twice. Hmm. So. We have a bit of, we, we've got a bit of thing over them as well, like in the Champions League and stuff. The 2-2 draw at their place sure. last season. Yeah. We beat them last season as well at our place. So we, we've got a little hole over them, so we won't go into a fearful. Yeah. I just wish it was in February. <laughs> well, that's the thing, isn't it? That it's a long yeah. way off that uh, final now, isn't it? A lot of yeah, totally. Between there. Nice to be in a final, though. Yeah, great. Happy that's forward to, isn't it? Yeah, that, that was a potential Tottenham moment yesterday against Brentford. Well, yeah, should we, should we start and then... Uh, I think we should, Jimmy, because we'll just do the podcast without recording. <laughs> Which is fine, I don't mind. It's like, uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, welcome. Lister, once again, to another edition of Footy from the Foot, the podcast coming to you close to the home of football in San Diego, the Bluefoot neighbourhood bar and lounge and hearts of San Diego's glittering North Park. I'm your co-host, Paul Hutchinson, and I'm joined, as is unfortunately customary right now, uh, via the miracle of the internet by the director of football at Bluefoot's, Rodney Styles. How are you doing, sir? I'm great, mate. We're going to Wembley. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. Yeah, we'll get into... Um, how you got there a little bit later on. Dust um, off your Chaz and Dave records, we're back. <laughs> um, I should say Happy New Year as well. Um, what did you end up doing, if anything, on New Year's uh, Eve? I ended up normally doing what I normally do, peaking mu- much, much too early and being in bed by about 10 past 10. So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I kind of end up sort of celebrating the, uh, the Greenwich Mean Time. Uh, New Year. Yeah. So if I've done that, then I feel I can I can move on, and uh, that's that's absolutely fine. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got to East Coast, which is nice for Nicole with her mum being in Florida and stuff. So right. we got to nine o'clock, which is the main point. <laughs> <laughs> nice, excellent stuff. Good, good. Yeah, I, I spent most of my New Year's Eve in in, in the bath watching uh, my shows, so it's kind of nice. <laughs> so, yeah, it was a very low key uh, New Year's Eve. Might have been nice for you, Paul, but not to the um. The peeping Tom eye. <laughs> <laughs> or indeed, yeah, any kind of visual imagery. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I think I tried to ring you at one point and then Nicole was like, he's in the bath. Like, <laughs> <laughs> All of 
bit true. Uh, yeah, we'll look back at the New Year's Day fixtures and, uh, as you've already preempted, uh, the League Cup semis. Uh, we'll look forward to the third round of the FA Cup, uh, which happens over the, the next weekend. Um, we'll take a, a randomizer question and uh, any other business, and then we'll get out of your way. Yeah, there was a couple of games on New Year's Day. The early one was Everton getting beat at home to West Ham United. Uh, I didn't watch this game, if I'm honest. Oh, but, um, it was. I've seen a couple of the highlights. I hear it was a pretty horrible game, actually. It was really desperately bad. Yeah, it really did feel like it was too early for everybody. <laughs> Not <some> yeah. <laughs> Nobody could be bothered. <laughs> yeah, and they got a, a late goal at West Ham in the end uh, to win it. Um, and then at noon, Manchester United 2 1 winners over our Villa. Never a penalty, mate. <laughs> it was, it was. Really upset me. <laughs> yeah, he kind of he tripped over his own heels, didn't he? Yeah. VAR deemed it not uh, bad enough to overturn, but I don't particularly agree with that. I have to say, Villa had a right good go at them, even at two one down. And I, yeah. you know, I, even then I thought that they were unlucky not to get a draw at least. That well, a- that's the thing with United. Everybody's saying, "Oh, they're in the title chase now." And of course, they are in the title chase now among nine other teams, to be fair. They're lucky, Paul. They show flashes of brilliance, and so they should with the players they've got, but they're lucky. They're a lucky team at the moment, and they're going to come unstuck, I, I'm guaranteeing. They'll be lucky to hit top four, United. Okay. Ooh, all right. Yeah, all right. Here you go. Um, <laughs> Saturday, the early game was your Tottenham Hotspur versus Leeds, and... Yeah. Yours I truly needed this like a whole lot, it. I absolutely you called did. it. 3-0. Well done, my friend. Good win. I'll take that. Yeah, yeah, you called it. I didn't see it myself, but it was very comfortable in the end. <laughs> well, I, I said that uh, this looks like a three 0 with you having uh, the minority of possession, and uh, and and so it proved. So, yeah, lovely yeah. goal by Son, though. Mm-hmm. Very good. Yeah, lovely goal, lovely pass, lovely finish from Son as well. Um, apart from that, not a lot else happened. Um, Leeds did their thing, but couldn't score. So, yeah, I'll take that win all day long. Yeah. Keeps us back up there now as well. We needed that win. Uh, yeah, we're talking of good goals. In the seven o'clock oh. game, Palace beat Sheffield uh, United, and Eze scored a very good uh, individual goal. Uh, he ran with it from his own half, actually, mm-hmm. and a very tidy uh, finish. He's a player ball. He is. Yeah, he came on um, after an injury. He's too good for Palace. <laughs> <laughs> well, they spent real money on him, didn't they? I think from from QPR. Yeah, I like him. I like him a lot. Yeah, well, he might be the replacement because, um, well, actually. Uh, your mate Poch became a PSG manager, and I think that Saha is one of the players that he would like to bring in the transfer window. Interesting. So, yeah. yeah, interesting. And good luck to Poch as well. I mean, I've heard big rumours that Messi's going to join up with him, and the, one of the reasons they got Poch in is the Argentinian link. Also, Deli Ali has been like, mentioned in dispatch about uh, going over there. I don't know whether it's on loan or an actual well, they, they bid twice to get him on loan in the summer, Paris Saint-Germain, which is common knowledge now. They actually did that twice. And you can see with Pochettino going in, that that's probably going to happen, I would say. Well, uh, the next game on Saturday was a bit of a classic, really. Uh, Brighton <laughs> 3, Wolverhampton Wanderers 3. Bit of an offensive slugfest. And uh, Wolves were 3-1 three, three up at half-time here, weren't they? Which they never scored in the first half. So it was quite odd to them to get three goals in the first half. Yeah, they went one down. In fairness, I think probably the draw was the right result. And Brighton came at them hard in the, the second half to tie it up. But I really enjoyed that game. I mean, as again, yeah, as a neutral. I think I said that would be a draw because I think that's their fourth draw in five games now, Brighton. But um, 
<laughs> I, I think you also said that I can't see any of these teams scoring, but uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I didn't, I didn't expect it. Did you see that miss at the end, though, when Drury put the ball over and the guy headed oh. over before he had? And but oh, it was like a defensive header, wasn't it? Really, it couldn't have yeah. been more emphatically put into the uh, the stands. That really wasn't it. But yeah, they had a real chance, and that was literally the last touch of the game, I think, as well, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, and the guy just sat in the goal area, actually, didn't he? The guy who put the header over, just young American. Looking, and then the final game on Saturday in the Premier League was um, Arsenal's away trip to West Brom. Actually, scored some goals, didn't they? Arsenal looked pretty decent uh, for the first time in a, in a long, long while. Okay, so Leeds beat beat uh, West Brom five 0 Yeah, so Arsenal look decent. Okay, apparently they're on a title title surge now. So yeah, <laughs> Arteta is the best thing since sliced bread again. Whatever you beat West Brom on a snowy night, well done. Yes, there was a couple of good goals in that game, but West Brom are toilet. Tierney, he got a good goal, but he's right. There was a, a good um, a team goal as well, um, set up by Smith Rowe, who's. Um, Looking more and more like the new Jack Wiltshire, actually. Arsenal, have a, Arsenal fans will have a lot of fun watching him. I, I really rate him. Well, take the Tottenham out for a minute. Play the kids, Arsenal. You do so much better with them. Get this William out of the team and stuff like that because he's been a complete waste of time. And um, play Smith-Rowe. He looks like a really good number 10. I heard there was some wag on uh, Twitter saying, uh, I thought that uh, William's new role on the bench suited him very well today. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> say no more. Um, in other games... The Old Firm derby ended in Rangers winning 1-0, which means they're 19 points ahead, which is a little skewed because Celtic have um, have got three games uh, behind them. Got to win them, though, Paul. You've got to win them. Got to win them. So even though they did, they'd only be 10 points behind them. Only, only 10 points. Yeah. But you know, Celtic were a better team in this game. Right, OK. So you saw... Watch the back on this as well. And the keeper, forget his name for Rangers, had a really good game. Um, also, yeah, disappointingly, Bolton went down 1-0 at home to Crawley Town. But I called the one goal. One goal by Crawley. I did call it. <laughs> yeah. You just missed uh, your lines. I think, yeah, I was optimistic of us scoring four goals, I'll have to say. But apparently, we actually played pretty well. We just couldn't score. But that doesn't matter, does it? <laughs> no, it doesn't, mate. It's all about the onion bag. <laughs> On Sunday, the game between Fulham and Burnley had been called off. Or Thank you, Rob. Inconveniencing nobody. <laughs> I know. The Leicester got a handy 2-1 win away from home against Newcastle. Yeah, and Andy Carroll scored the first goal in two years. Yes, it's good. January 90, uh, 2019 was his last goal. Astonishing, really. He's, I think he scores like one in five, doesn't he? And as a striker, that's it's not yeah. great. No, it's not. It's very Aubameyang. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Final game. On Sunday was the one between Manchester City away at Chelsea. City just were in complete control from the first whistle here, weren't they? They're frightening. They were frightening. Do you know what they've done? What he's done, Pep? He's taken off that holding midfielder. There was two holding midfielders and he's only gone to one now and it's loosened them up so much. They look frightening on Sunday against Chelsea. I mean, Chelsea are having a really bad time at the moment. Mm -hmm. It's um, They play Morecambe next and then they play Fulham. They lose, well, they lose against Fulham. I can see Lampard being pushed out. Timo Werner also got tackled by a corner flag during this game, didn't he? I don't know if he yeah, saw right. that. <laughs> and he went down like he'd injured himself as well, which made it even better. Oh, yeah. That guy, he's having a proper bad time now. He looks like a Tottenham striker. <laughs> <laughs> well, there could be no no more critical comments than that. But they should have played, they should have played Giroud to hold the ball up. I mean, they got a consolation at the end, but I mean, Jesus, they, they were poor Chelsea, really poor. And City, probably the best I've seen them in 18 months. On on Sunday, uh, it was the return of the Bundesliga this weekend, or last weekend, 
Borussia Dortmund won 2-0 against Wolfsburg with Sancho getting his first goal of the season. That's amazing, isn't it? It is amazing. This was a, a funny old game, really, with Mainz going 2-0 up at half-time and, and then in an absolute pace in the second half and losing 5-2. And and now I think, here's usually you're the stats guy, but I've, I've come up with this. Bayern Munich have conceded the first goal in the last eight league games, which is uh, pretty astonishing, isn't it? So That's a great start. Yeah. You, you calm down now after that one, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Move on to the Liverpool game on Monday, where Southampton held out to win 1-0. And uh, did you see Hazen Hootle at the end of this game? Very emotional, wasn't he? Yeah. Oh my god. Well, you said it's his, his biggest win of his career. And I love this guy. You know I got <laughs> he's the next Tottenham manager, mate. And um, <laughs> a lot of time for this guy. And and I tell you what, Liverpool, they had two shots on goal in this game. Another again, I can't stop with my, my stats. Trent Alexander Arnold gave the ball away 38 times in this game. And but a great goal from Ings, wasn't it? What a great finish. Oh, what a beautiful finish. And you know, I missed it. I came into the game six minutes late. Like one off the training ground with a little dinked free kick that Ings was able to lob over the keeper. And I'll tell you something though, you know, Jurgen Klopp are going about his injuries, blah, blah, blah. Southampton missed four key players in this game. Liverpool look really out of sorts at the moment. I think their defensive uh, misses at the moment um, are affecting who they can play in midfield. And yeah. so, like, I think, again, I don't know how they do it, but they always miss Henderson playing in midfield, don't they? I don't, I don't yeah. get that personally, but anyway. They just weren't able to score a word. They definitely had chances to do it. But uh, you look at the last five results as well. I mean, take away the 7 0 at Crystal Palace. They drew with Fulham. They drew with West Brom. They drew with Newcastle. They lost to Southampton. That's their last five games. I think sandwiched in in them games as well. They did beat Tottenham, but we won't talk about that. so. (laughs) So after all of that, Liverpool and Manchester United are equal on points at the top of the league, with United actually having a game in hand on Liverpool. So they go top if they. Draw against Burnley, basically, which I think is the next league game they have. Leicester, they're in third on 32, with your Tottenham Hotspur in fourth on 29 points. With a game in hand. Host of them, in fact, it goes all the way down to seventh. We do. I have to say, we do have a game in hand as well. And Man City have two games in hand on Liverpool. Uh, yes, City are in fifth. Um, Villa, they're in eighth on 26 points. And they've got two games in hand, by the way, as well. So, good old change. Well, City are on top if they win their two games in hand. That's why I think they're nailed on for the title this season. I really do. Yep. Apart from Spurs, obviously. Yeah, they're doing they're doing. Yeah. Arsenal up to 11th with a rocket um, on the back of their three wins over the Christmas period. And Good for them. Our Wolves are in 13th on 22 points. In the Bundesliga, Bayern Munich are top by two points from Leipzig. They're on 33 points at the moment. And in fourth place, uh, Borussia Dortmund on 25 points. So they're... they're there's a little bit of a gap there emerging now between fourth and first. And a good weekend for Kim because she's a Borussia Dortmund fan and a Leicester fan. So she got more or less back-to-back wins at the same time. Uh, you, Kim. Happy New Year to Kim. On Tuesday, it was League Cup semis and your Tottenham Hotspur beat Brentford 2 nothing. Offside goal should have been given and everything. No, it shouldn't have been given. It was offside. Even when the ball went in the back of the net, I said to Nicole, this is going to be offside. It yeah. doesn't feel right. And he, he was offside. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, it's very, very close, and it was. Oh, but it's offside. My issue with that was some pretty blurry images that they were uh, basing it all off. I mean, it it probably was, but uh, you know, I don't think you can be as accurate as trying to be with the no. images that they that they are having to use. It was the right decision. Just- as a neutral, I totally get it. If it's your team, 
you want it. Do you know, do you know what I mean? If, if you're a neutral, you're like, really? Come on. But when it's your team, you're like, really? Come on. <laughs> Always my check if I'd be upset if this was either for or against my, my own club. Yeah. How would I feel about it? And Bolton hadn't been allowed to, uh, Bolton had conceded that goal. I'd have been annoyed about it. I mm-hmm. uh, did you see the tackle on Hoiberg? It was a weird one, really, wasn't it? That it was just a set of unfortunate circumstances. And uh, there was quite a nice interaction on, on uh, Twitter about it all that yeah. uh, Hoiberg was uh, very understanding of, uh, of what had happened. Yeah. So that was good of him. I think he deserved the red card because he was he could have broke his leg. And you saw the, the, the marks on his leg, the blood. It was, it was pretty nasty. Yeah. So I think you've got to be ejected from the pitch for a tackle like that. But malicious? Probably not. Probably not. It's yeah. just yeah. an advised tackle. And that young kid, De Silva, was part of the reason why they were in the semi-final in the first place. He scored the goal that got them through there and played really, really well in the quarter-final. Yeah. Uh, he's, I, I, honestly, he looks like a, an Arsenal player all over. Well, getting red cards. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's fitting absolutely. Oven ready. Oh <laughs> I'm a ready red carded player who plays for Arsenal. Oh, Wednesday, yeah. We had the uh, Manchester derby. In fact, it's just finished about half an hour ago and it ended up with Manchester City beating United 2-0 at Old Trafford. Never really in doubt, honestly. De Bruyne hit a lovely shot under the post in the, in the first half. Yeah. John Stones, by the way, the Renaissance man. I was thinking, actually, I, I wrote it all down the other day, about a month ago that I did this. I mean, you know, we're in lockdown, so it's the team that was chosen to play Croatia in the semi-final of the, the World Cup for England. And how many players are nowhere near being selected for uh, the, the England team at the moment? You would have put stones down like a month ago. Yeah. Nowhere near the England team. Deli Alley. Deli Alley. Lingard. I mean... Yeah. Not getting the game for the reserves at United, is it? Yeah. Trippy has been played at left back. Ashley Ashley Young, it's incredible. Pickford, you'd probably he's fifty fifty at the minute. Big old chunk of the players there, yeah. like nowhere even close to being. But I think with Stones now, he's probably uh, one of the first names on the team sheet at the minute, isn't he? If uh, there was any, I think so. He's transformed his game. Yeah, good for him. I mean, he's always yeah. looked like a good man, he? like a really classy centre half. Yeah, hopefully he'll uh, kick on here now. Yeah, and I like the way they celebrated when he did score the goal. It was like solidarity with one of their players who's come through a storm. Do you know what I mean? And he's got his game back on track. And I like that. It was like when Suzuku scored yesterday for Spurs. It was a nice feeling. It was like, what a fucking error. No one else saw the first goal in that game, did they? Let's be honest. Well, not at all. But as soon as the ball, and, and Nicola backed me up, as soon as Reggion, as soon as it left his foot, that ball, I was like, this is a goal. See, it was a beautiful cross. That's all of the games of interest from last week. When we come back, we'll have a very quick... Um, randomizer question. Okay, let's fire up the randomizer. And would you believe, have you any FA Cup memories in honour of the third round of the FA Cup this week? They're all probably going to be very anti Arsenal because I always remember the third round when Arsenal played Wrexham. And who scored the goal? Mickey, Mickey Thomas. Thomas. Mickey Thomas scored for a 2 1 win for Wrexham. And I also love Ryan Giggs. My favourite one, apart from Tottenham memories, was when Arsenal, Dennis Bergkamp, missed that penalty, Schmeichel saved it. And then Ryan Giggs went all the way up the... Yeah, I remember watching that, because that was a replay. In fact, that's the last ever semi-final replay, that, isn't it? Uh, I remember watching that in a pub in Ambleside. One of the great games. Just brilliant. Just absolutely end-to-end. It was just super... Yeah. And what a goal to win it as well. Yeah, yeah. You know, and the way he took his shirt off, and he was like, look at his hairy chest. (laughs) 
Because you didn't get booked back in them days, you were taking your shirt off, did you? Probably not, no. <laughs> but yeah. I also love the uh, Arsenal-Liverpool. I remember being in Camden Town. I think we were off to see um, a band that night. The FA Cup final in the World's End in Camden, me and my friend. It was Liverpool-Arsenal. Arsenal totally dominated the game, won their up. And then Michael Owen came up with the two goals at the end. <laughs> Dribbled in, didn't it, that, that oh. goal, yeah. Oh, yeah. What a great day that was for me. I, I believe it was like an absolute robbery that day, wasn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Totally, mate. But you got to take it. <laughs> And West Ham, I know they like their cup finals against Chelsea, Arsenal and Tottenham, but they actually got to a cup final against Liverpool. And as the guys putting the board up, do you remember, we were four minutes ago, Gerrard just hit that volley. The Gerrard final. And he was on one leg as well at the time when he scored that, wasn't he? So, Unbelievable. Yeah. One of my other favourite memories as well was um, when United went down, they went down to 10 men, didn't they? Kevin Morang got sent off. Do you remember the game? He he, yeah. he had down Peter Reid. For the older listeners here, and uh, I think it was Norman Whiteside who was on the right, sort of cut in and, and killed a beautiful shot around Neville Southall. He's the first ever bloke to get sent off, I think, in a FA Cup final. He was carrying around. He was the first person ever to be sent off in an FA Cup final, and he didn't get a medal. I, d- I didn't know that part. But... No, they, they because he got sent off, he wasn't given a medal. He was given a medal later, but he oh. wasn't allowed to go up the steps. <laughs> For me, my favourite Bolton third round memory as well, when we beat Liverpool 2-0 in a replay at Anfield, uh, this is in 1992, and it was the first year where I thought, oh, we might be onto something here. We were still in Division 3, like League 1 as now, wow. and we had, a, we had a hell of a team. We had Andy Walker and uh, John McGinley. I know James is a huge fan of uh, John McGinley. David Lee. Uh, some really good players in that division, and uh, we absolutely... Did him two 0 It was an absolutely brilliant, brilliant game. Like one of the most miserable. And I think I've mentioned this before when we got beat five nil against uh, Stoke in the semi final, twenty eleven. And I watched this game in a pub in San Francisco, the Kaiser Pub, I think it was, which oh, is another pool bar. The, the hope turning to absolutely nothing. To lose five nil in a semi is pretty heartbreaking, isn't it? And I think. Yeah, my most miserable one was probably. Um... I don't know, I'd probably say Portsmouth in the semi-final at Wembley. That, that really hurt. And I, I, I thought we were a shoe into win the FA Cup for him. And we come up against Portsmouth in the semi-final and it was, we lost 2-0. They won the Cup, I believe, didn't they? Like, yeah. Did they win the Cup that year? Bloody hell. Horrendous. <laughs> a, a horrible game, yeah. And I kind of lost my mind after that game. I, I remember sitting in a bush in my garden for about an hour and a half. No chairs. Give up, mate. Just give up. Oh, dear. Well, fairly depressing note. I think we should don't don't do it, kids. The FA Cup, don't do it. Don't push after the game, mate. Yeah, don't watch the FA Cup. Hey, on, a, on a footnote for the, the third round as well, that Tottenham fans have been really good. I will sing up for my club because they've been buying virtual tickets at 20, 20 pounds ago because they can't go to the game to give Marine at least some sort of revenue for this game. And they, they bought a lot of tickets, apparently. So fair dues. Yeah, that's awesome we will uh, move on to all of the FA Cup games um, in the next section. All right, yeah, let's have a look at the FA Cup games that are happening all over the weekend on Friday. In fact, they start with uh, two of our clubs. Wolves are at home to Palace at 11.45 on Friday. Uh, Interesting game. And Wolves have been linked with Ericsson today. Really? Yeah, he's just Maybe not- trying to replace Jota, I don't know. It depends on what kind of teams all of these clubs put out, I suppose. Uh, yeah. I suspect that maybe Wolves would look more like their kind of old Europa League teams, maybe. I don't know, but uh, Wolves might want a, a run in a cup. 
it's been devalued the FA Cup, hasn't it, Paul? But at the same time, that's the one you want to You want an FA Cup final day out, don't you? Yeah, of course you do. I love the FA Cup. <laughs> <laughs> at the same time, on Friday, our Villa play Liverpool. Yeah, and it was you that pointed this out at the time that last time these two teams met, um, it was an absolute shellacking for, for Liverpool, wasn't it? So. And they had Van Dijk in the team, which makes it even more amusing. Do you think that that's going to be something that uh, Klopp will use? Or, I don't know. I think Villa are going to take this seriously, really. I think they'll put a decent team. I think Villa will win this game. Well, I, I, I agree with you there. I've got the, um, yep. So on Friday, so there's lots of, lots of footy, footy happening on Friday. It involves our, our teams. Russia Munch and Gladbach host Bayern Munich, which is a huge, huge game. Totally. Looking forward to this one as well. I'm going to have like, my laptop on and watch the FA Cup games, I think. On Saturday, I've just picked out some of the ones, well, obviously that involve our clubs, but also mm-hmm. other, other things of interest. Uh, at 7 o'clock, Stoke host our Leicester. Our, the footy from the foot um, team at the moment is Stevenage. Oh, Stevenage. Playing Swansea. Who, being a Cardiff boy, are my arch nemesis anyway, so come on, Stevenage. <laughs> good, good. At 9.30, Arsenal play Newcastle. Go on, Newcastle. I, I don't see Newcastle particularly taking this one. I don't, I don't know. You just don't know, do you, at the moment? You don't know, mate. You don't know. You don't know. Mm. But it'd be a good opportunity for Arsenal to get four wins on the bounce. And then at noon... By the way, when this was drawn, this tie, I'm like, this is 100% it's going to be shown on Saturday night because they always put United on on Saturdays, don't they? Yeah, United are playing Watford. I mean, who cares? I mean, ge- ge- you know, genuinely, who cares? Well, I care if uh, Watford win. I'll be happy. <laughs> oh, I don't know. It's just like... Well, I lived in Watford for eight years, Paul. I, I can't have a little affiliation with them. Do you know what I mean? I saw them bring the championship trophy home and it was quite fun. Bolton's present to me for my birthday this weekend is... Your birthday, they're not playing, which is very good of them. So thank you for them it, for doing that. It's your birthday, Paul. <laughs> it's my birthday on Sunday. Yes. Well, mate, you're looking good, though. <laughs> <laughs> not a day over 55. So, yeah, no Bolton game, which is great. Right, yeah, lovely. <laughs> Leipzig host our Borussia Dortmund in the Bundesliga at 9.30. Sunday, and actually there's not a... Of, of the, the ties that have been played on Sunday, City against Birmingham City is of interest to us, and that's at 4.30. That's a very early start. I will be watching. And then, as you've mentioned, Tottenham travel to Marine. They're a club in the uh, in Merseyside, 7th or 8th tier. 8th tier. Ordinarily, that would be a great payday for them, wouldn't it? And it looks like the Tottenham fans are going out of their way to... They're doing the right thing. We don't usually mention the Eredivisie in the Netherlands, but it is a big game, and there's a couple of reasons. Ajax are playing uh, PSV, which is first versus second, but I just wanted to give a little bit of a shout-out to Luke, who got in contact via at uh, Footy From Foot on uh, Instagram, and he was actually wondering whether there were any other... Ajax fans based in the SoCal area, and if so, get in touch with us, and we'll put like, in touch with him. So I know the bartender at Red Wings, uh, Dutch. <laughs> funny enough, <laughs> big Holland fan. I'm not sure if he's Ajax. I remember him having some text messaging with him when we had that one night in Amsterdam when Lucas Moura hit that hat trick. Fans for the first leg when they beat us one in the White Hart Lane. They didn't return for the second leg. Ajax fans in the blue foot. Couldn't yeah. tell you the names. I know Dutch again. Is the uh, bartender at Red Wings when they're open? They've gone Route One with his nickname there, by the way. Aren't they? That's uh, yeah. I know that's his name, Dodge. I know it's ridiculous, isn't it? Anyway, so yeah, that was Luke. Uh, it was good to hear from you. And uh, if you are a fan, yeah, get in touch with us, and we'll put you in touch with him. And on Monday, it's at twelve noon here. Stockport County versus uh, West Ham United. Stockport 
they used to be a championship team and they've unfortunately drifted, I think, as far down as the sixth tier. I think it might be in the fifth tier right now. But I have a lot of time for Stockport. I used to live quite close to Stockport County and got to see Bolton play there a couple of times. In fact, in fact, Stockport County fact, a team that I managed at St. Benedict's Catholic Primary School in Hanforth got through to a final and at half-time between Stockport County and Preston North End, we played the final against another, another school uh, and I got to be on the hallowed turf at Edgeley Park. So I've managed, I've managed a football team on Edgeley Park's ground. Amazing. I love that. I love that. And a round of applause for you, old boy. It was a dodgy one. Uh, we only lost 1-0. Yeah, I think, pro- I think we froze a little bit and they scored in the first five minutes. And because it was only half-time, it was a shorter game than when we used to play in. You know, we were all over them for, for most of the game, but unfortunately we couldn't get it done. But um, yeah, we met my to make the final and we got, yeah, it was really, really fun. I'd forgotten entirely about that. That was really fun. Yeah. <laughs> I love that story. I was going to say, I know about four Stockport fans as well from the Air Force days. I probably know more Stockport fans. I knew I'm obviously going to be room for Stockport in this game. And uh, yeah, it's good to see them back and doing some good stuff. Um, on Tuesday... Uh, Ooh, back to the Premier League. <laughs> back to the Premier League, yeah. I feel United play Newcastle on Tuesday at 10 o'clock. Anything to add to that? No. <laughs> <laughs> Just yeah. information. Are they going to win? <laughs> and then it's an unusual time at 12.15pm. That's Pacific Coast time. Um, Wolves play Everton and Burnley play Manchester United. Are these make-up games or is it just kind of, you know, like... It's make-up games and other games, I believe, as well. Okay. Um, <laughs> have you seen this? Bolton play away at Exeter on a Tuesday night. Nobody's going to go anyway, Paul. But, I mean, come on. <laughs> We're in lockdown. Are we, what, we're making a weekend of it or something? What's, what's going on there? That's ridiculous, isn't it? Hell of a drive on. I know. If you were a fan, you'd be pissed, wouldn't you? I mean, even, like... The players. Know, Team still has to show up. I mean, that's what's that like a, a 600, 700 mile round trip? I know you got no money either. <laughs> Private jets are they going down there? Let's be honest. So, anyway, Wednesday night in the Premier League, Manchester City play Brighton. Twelve fifteen, Villa play your Tottenham Hotspur. Looking forward to this one, Paul. Yeah, that'll be a nice. Yeah, another clash of styles, I think. Yeah, we'll tap Grealish up as well to come to us. Yeah, can it? Can he play at left wing back? Yeah. <laughs> and then the final game of this little round of, of Premier League fixtures Arsenal on Thursday are at home to Palace at 12 noon go on Palace Arsenal in their traditional Thursday fixture um, that'll do us I think for the, the, the games that are coming up um, when we come back we'll have any other business alright any other business just to say that Colin Bell died yesterday Manchester City legend a proper legend for Manchester City and, and England, actually. Again, I was kind of going down a bit of a YouTube rabbit hole, had a look at some of uh, Colin Bell's goals for England. And how we didn't qualify for two World Cups in the 1970s with the t- the players that we had is outrageous. Outrageous. It is outrageous. 74 and 78. And it's, it's quite incredible, really. Unbelievable, the players we had. But Colin Bell being one of the better ones, you know. So, yeah, what a shame. Yeah, very sad. We also lost uh, Jerry Marsden. Who's... Yeah, singer from Jerry and the Pacemakers. People yeah. who are Liverpool fans or people who know Liverpool will know the song, You'll Never Walk Alone, which was his song, basically. And um, It was his version of the song that his uh, they adopted, wasn't it? Totally. I was Thank listening you. to conversation. <laughs> it was on the radio. It wasn't like kind of next door. About I think it was Bill Shankly chose uh, You'll Never Walk Alone by Jerry Marsden on his Desert Island Discs 
And so it became a thing after that. And apparently oh. Manchester United started singing it as well. There's like a couple of other clubs that started singing it on the terraces, but I think it was Liverpool that adopted it uh, to the extent that they have it now. Isn't there a German side who, who have adopted it? I, it sort of rings a bell in my head, that does, and I can't remember who it was. And there's definitely Celtic, they have it, don't they, as well? Yeah, yeah, sad, sad loss again. I mean, yeah. you never want to hear that song when you're playing the team, do you? But when there was crowds let in, like 2,000 people, and they were singing in the car, as much as you didn't want it to give you goosebumps, it give you goosebumps, you know what I mean? It was annoying, bloody scouts, as I said. <laughs> and it does give you goosebumps because it's it's intense and exactly what you want your fans of your team to be doing. It's like when Spurs sing, when the Spurs go marching in, it's and the whole ground is singing, you're like, oh, I hate oh. I hate how they do that with the kind of the pauses and the oh. It's so annoying. But okay, but I can appreciate from a you appreciate it. If you're a football club supporter, you get it. The, the other thing was um I just wanted to highlight a really good goal that was in the uh, from the Bundesliga, scored by Bayer Leverkusen's Nadiem Ameri. Bird camp turn, like that goal against uh, Newcastle. And then there's like this cheeky little back heel. It's really good. I'll, I'll link to that. In the predict game, our listener picker was Nate Eggers last week. He managed to get four results correct. I managed to get four results correct and get Newcastle Leicester bang on the nose. So after a couple of barren weeks, I got seven points. And uh, uh, and Rod, you you also got four results correct. So we did pretty well. But um, not too bad there, mate. Not too bad. Yeah, and I, I I needed that though. I really needed. <laughs> the the listener picker this week is our Luis Estiguna. And don't forget our bet, Louise. Who's <laughs> <laughs> that blue foot's over, mate? And rocking, you're wearing my shirt. <laughs> Running scared or something. He's using this pandemic as an excuse, in my opinion. I don't know, but uh, yeah. So the first game is, and these are all in the FA Cup. Wolves Palace. Uh, Luis thinks that's going to be a 3-2 win for Palace. Ooh. I think 2-0 Wolves. Okay, I'm probably going to go 2. I want to say 2-0 as well. Do you mind? No. Yeah, yes, if you want to follow a, a winner... Yeah. 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 <laughs> a wiener. <laughs> Sorry, what's that? Follow a wiener? I'm getting through away. You're not sitting in the bath now, Paul. Uh, Villa versus Liverpool. Uh, Luis thinks that's a 2 1 win for Liverpool. I think it's a 2 1 Villa. I'm going 3 0 Villa. Uh, Stoke City versus Leicester City. Luis sees this as a 4 0 win for Leicester. I see 3 0 to Leicester. It's 1 0 Stoke all day. <laughs> God, I don't want to watch that then. Blimey, right? <laughs> An absolute desperate game, that sounds. Arsenal playing Newcastle. Uh, Luis, who is a gooner, thinks it's going to be 2-0. I think it's 3-0 to Arsenal. 2-1 Newcastle. Andy Carroll's on a spree. <laughs> now, um, this game, Manchester City versus Birmingham City. Luis texted me 15-0. Now, whether that was like a, 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 a typo, I don't know, but I'm going to get in touch with it if it's not. I'm going to go with it, 15-0. Um, a 2-0 for me. I'm saying 4-0. Manchester City, yeah. Yeah, Manchester, please, yeah. <laughs> okay. Munch and Gladbach play Bayern Munich. Uh, Luis thinks this is going to be 3-0 Bayern. I say 3-2 Bayern. I'm saying 3-1 Bayern. And Leipzig at home to Borussia Dortmund. Luis thinks this is a 2-0 win for Leipzig. I say one apiece. Well, depends if, like, Haaland's a fit to play. I mean, he played on the weekend, but I'm going to go... I'm going to say 2-1 Dortmund if everybody's fit. All right, um... Cool. I think that just about does us. We do want you to get involved, especially if you're an Ajax fan and, or know of one, uh, let us know. Footyfromthefoot at gmail.com or at footyfromthefoot on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. 
Uh, we're on Spotify, iTunes, Overcast and Google Play. If you want to listen to previous podcasts, thank you to those people who have already rated, reviewed and subscribed. We really appreciate you. And uh, if you're so inclined, do so yourself. Thank you. And uh, Happy New Year to David Sangster for our theme tune and the outro that you're about to hear. Give him a follow at, at 1 in 20 Parkinson's. And uh, yeah, if you're in a position to be able to do so, show your appreciation to the bartenders at Bluefoot by going on to uh, bluefootbar.com where you can tip virtually and buy the uh, self-isolation t-shirt, all proceeds of which go to the server. And happy birthday to you, Paul, next week. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I appreciate it. It'll be a strange birthday, but uh, some things lined up, Zoom calls and whatnot, and make the best of it. And we're going to celebrate, I think, in a couple of months. We're all going to bring our birthdays together and just have one good 30th Street session. Yeah, that's the hope. Yeah, that's the hope. Uh, okay, thank you. Thank Sorry. <laughs> Not you. <laughs> Thank you, dear listener. But let's do this again next Thursday. Bye. Bye.